Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now listening to Rob and Rat's World of Wonder podcast. So sit back, relax, and prepare your ears as they take you on a journey of all things weird and wonderful. Hello and welcome to the World of Wonder podcast, Rob Rat podcast. We're back for episode four. Hello, I'm Rob. I'm Rats. And you're very welcome. If it's your first time listening, uh, thanks for finding us on iTunes. We're available on iTunes now, which is fantastic. Yeah. So um, we're available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other good platforms. Uh, if you've come back to listen to us again, thanks for coming back and listening to us again. Yeah, it's great to have you. And can we, are we just ignoring the elephant in the room? Like, you know, last week we noticed something, your man Mick, who introduced us there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, I don't know. Like it's a bit awkward that he's still here. Mick, I know. Mick, yeah. you can head off now, and we'll call you back. Mick, cheers. Thank you. Yeah, we will get you come back. We're going to do a bit of news. We will get you for that. All right. Cheers, Mick. Why isn't he going? That was a bit awkward, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we hadn't really had a, a podcast intro guide before, but we now started making loads of money, and we've got our own uh, voiceover. Yeah, we got Mick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair play, Mick. Uh, so up to on today's podcast, uh, we're going to be revisit, revisiting something that I spoke about. On the, on the alien investigation one I mentioned in the, during the start of our one that there was an, a Facebook page called Storm Area 51 yeah it's kind of been, been in the news a lot lately a lot of memes and stuff on it and um, well when I was looking at it the last time it was like five, uh, half a million people were interested in it now there's 3.4 million people have interacted with the page 1.9 million people have said they're willing to go to Area 51 on September 20th and raid the place and a further point. Six, if my maths are right, uh, have, are interested in doing it. That's crazy. That's some number of people willing to do that. And later on the show, we've an interview. With yeah, I've actually got an interview with Maddie Roberts. Uh, Maddie is a really cool guy. I had a chat with him the last day. He's behind it all. Like he's the guy who started yeah. this page. He's gonna cut during the interview. He kind of tells me how it all came about, and uh, so we'll get into that with yeah. Maddie. Maddie's a cool guy. So this episode is titled Area Fifty One. We're gonna look into that. And a new segment that we brought on the show this week and for upcoming episodes is the news. Where yeah, we're just going to bring a bit of quirky, funny news stories. Just because sometimes you turn on the news and it's Brexit and Boris Johnson and Trump and all that sort of stuff. And you're like, Jesus, my head. There's so, not enough weird news stories. So we're just going to bring you some and fun, the weird and wonderful. Wonder. Yeah, in yeah. the world of wonders. So some weird and wonderful news that brighten up your day or maybe not. But anyway. So... Well, let's go to the news. Well, let's get Mick back in here. Mick, we need you again. News. Rob and Rat's weird and wonderful news. Right, so in this news segment, we're going to go on and talk about... And look, this could be strange news from any time, any... Just something weird. And uh, this is one I came across, look, recently with the moon landing being in the news recently, the anniversary and that. I came across this one. Do you know who Eugene Shoemaker is? No. <laughs> you don't know Eugene the huge Eugene Boogie no. Eugene Eugene Shoemaker is uh, buried on the moon he's, bur- he's buried on the he's moon he's buried on the moon ok no, but this is actually I think this is very interesting because I saw this he's a geologist and um, planetary scientist he pioneered planetary science he is credited for inventing the field of planetary science he trained the astronauts that headed to the moon he sat next to NASA's on-air spokesperson during the moon missions. Uh, he named many of the moons mountains and uh, craters. Just look, he did a lot of work for the boys. A lot of um, work on the moon, yeah. Yeah. Look, um, he died in 1997. His ashes were sealed in a metal cylinder and sent to the moon. And, you know, I think that is... And what, so his ashes are just up there now? Sent to the moon, yeah. Did they spread them? I suppose they just float uh, See, I don't plane. think they could spread them because they'd obviously probably just float up there. I think they're still in the cylinder and kind of put under... Buried in the ground. Yeah. So, since 
His ashes were laid to rest on the moon. He remains the only person ever to be buried on an extraterrestrial surface. Oh, very good. I yeah. said triestrial quite straight. Extra. ET. I sometimes say ET, yeah, but ET. I can't say words I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's interesting. I that is interesting, yeah. 50 years since the moon landing as well. Only person on buried on the moon. But you know, you know, say for his family, like, you know, he's got a. Uh, do you want to go and have a look at Grandad? Go say hello to him. Like, yeah, take out the, the, the take out the telescope. No, but the cost. Oh yeah, <laughs> the cost of space travel for them to go it to. Is, the, yeah. Well, Richard, Richard Branson is bringing it down, and hopefully, yeah. it's in the future. Yeah. I, would, I would. you go to? The I would love to go. I, I would not. love to go. Do you remember? Um, there was like a, a, a Mars mission thing that they were signing up for years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I put my name down for it. Like, uh, oh, when you had? Uh, I didn't get selected. <laughs> <laughs> Flights leaving now in ten minutes. No, I didn't. I didn't get selected. Yeah, yeah. But you, they Last boarding call at gate yeah. number, you know. Robert Toomey, your flight to Mars is leaving. But why would you want to? Well, because it's just like, I don't know, I just thought it was amazing. I'd like, be just freaked out then. You don't you get know. to come back, obviously. All oh, right. That's one of the things. You have okay. to kind of, That's you're a stipulation. Live, you're living on Mars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was there that movie with uh, Martian? Was not about you know, going to the Mars? Mars yeah. Yeah. He fertilised stuff with his own poop. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice one. Yeah, I thought it tasted a bit shitty, though. It would taste hey. a bit shitty. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Toilet humour. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, so, in, in other news, <laughs> not related to the moon or any feces, um, Tupac Shakur. Yes. The rapper. You've heard of him? The late. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Well, there was an Iowa man. Uh, he was a fairly high-ranking kind of, like, man for in the <clears> social <throat> services industry, uh, social services agency. Uh, he was a huge fan of the late rapper Tupac Shakur. And he frequently let his employees and other people who worked with him know about it. So emails um, that he sent out, he said, one email they sent out that kind of got him fired. So as he sent out an email to 4,300 agency employees. Oh God, like he sent uh, it to everyone. In the oh, he really place. liked yeah. Tupac. Like, uh-huh. And he sent out, so he used to send lyrics of Tupac out at the end of his emails. He'd sign off with like Tupac things <laughs> like Stoke Life and All Eyes On Me and stuff like that. Anyway, the 66-year-old uh, employee, huge fan of the hip-hop artist for years, uh, he used to host Tupac Fridays and play the music in the office. Uh, he traded lyrics with other employees and he marked his own 65th birthday with uh, Shakur-themed cookies, including one decorated the words Thug Life. Uh, so anyway, uh, the agency has released 350 pages of emails that feature the word Tupac and uh, they were sent to uh, other employees across the offices. So he's now been let go. Uh, they're saying that it's not fully related to that, but it's like the day after he sent all that, uh, those, those emails... Uh, he got he got fired, uh, yeah. but he had been warned in the past oh, yeah. about doing this. Fair enough if he was warned, yeah. like it's nothing to do with yeah. work. They don't, I actually saw a picture of him, uh, and uh, like he is the whitest kind of American businessman like that you've ever seen. So, so yeah, yeah. But on. he just loves he just loves Tupac. He just loves the old gangster rap. Yeah, but you think after they warned him first, look enough the Tupac emails, people aren't as into him. Yeah, I think some people did like it. But uh, there were a couple of people who uh, kind of just gave out about it and weren't happy. Because there's probably expert lyrics and, you know, he was talking about, like, Cuba. But again, a part of it as well, some people are just too serious. Like, if I was getting emails from someone at work, I'd probably see the funny side of it. Every time he signs off at a two-pack quote, I wouldn't be going, oh, man. So some people need to let things go as well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, if you don't find it funny, just don't, even, don't respond. But we're living in a world where people just feel the need it's too to serious. complain. And it is Everything's too serious. It is too serious. You were too serious at times, Robert. I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, well, look, now <laughs> that was the time, isn't it? Yeah, great. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's So there are two news stories for the week. Uh, man buried on the moon and man fired over Tupac. <laughs> yes, they are. Not the related in any way, but that's the word. Yeah, man fired to the moon. 
Wait. Yeah. Right, that was the news. Right. <laughs> Rob and Rat's weird and wonderful news. So the news, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, that was a new segment. If you like that segment, you can get in contact with us on some of our social media. Yeah, we are on Instagram at Rob Rat Podcast. Facebook, Rob and Rat's Wow Podcast. Twitter, Rob and Rat's World of Wonder. And you can also email us on worldofwonder2019 at gmail.com. As you can see, we didn't stay very consistent with the names of our... Yeah, we're mixing it up. We're mixing it up. But look, have a, have a bit of a... But you know, that's a, but just about that, like you know, when you pick a Gmail, it's amazing. Like you might t- t- type in to pick. Okay, I'm going to create an email. Uh, granny, Granny Faceless Nightmare Twenty. Wow, that's the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> granny Faceless Nightmare. Okay. No, but I'm just saying, right? I just think it's something random, right? Okay, oh, I want to create a new Gmail. I want you know use it for you know hobbies or whatever. Granny Faceless Nightmare Twenty Two at gmail.com. Hit next. Uh, sorry, this username's already taken. I'm like, the amount of usernames. Yeah. Would you like, like to try the granny faces nightmare? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just or give granny, you little suggestions there. Granny underscore <laughs> But how many people? Anyway, that's that's for another podcast. Yeah, so you've got our social media there. <laughs> Some people have got in contact with us. Uh, so we've got a guy called Kyle from Canada. Said, really likes the show. Yeah. Didn't get into too much detail. Just said, really likes the show. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Kyle. No, but it's good. People are responding. We've got a good few followers on Spotify already and on SoundCloud. And thanks for showing the support. And yeah, uh, I got a message from a girl from Germany. Christine. Yeah. Christine or Crystal or Christine. Crystal. Uh, okay, anyway. And uh, she said, very interesting. Likes the show. Uh, another guy from Westport here in Mayo, because we're actually broadcasting here from Ireland, the west of Ireland. Live! And uh, so he just said he enjoyed the show. He also wanted, he sent me an email with a message with a correction. Uh, from our first oh, yes, episode yes. on the Bigfoot that Leaf wasn't spelled your man wasn't spelled L-E-A-F Leaf Erickson we talked about in the Bigfoot episode uh, episode one yeah it isn't spelled L-E-A-F it yeah. was L-E but there you go anyway thanks for pointing that out yeah and uh, yeah, yeah. that's okay. it really so we're going back into it so this episode is going to be focusing as we said on the Storm Area 51 basically about the page that I spoke about before because it's grown massively in popularity like millions like, there's millions literally 3.4 million people have interacted with the page 1.9 million people said they're going to go, and another 1.6 million people are interested. In what date is this happening, by the way? The 20th of September. Oh, yeah, so it's not that long away. No, it's a Friday. Yeah. So you get a weekend out of it, I don't know. So that the, the government has warned people not to do this, not to come, because there will be arrests and possibly deaths over this. Because yeah. you're, you're storming a military base. Yeah, that is dangerous, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other people have got kind of a different attitude to it. There's people because I was doing a bit of looking online. People are like going all up because people are selling T-shirts, and mugs, all sorts of stuff. Some guy is setting, Storm Area Fifty One. Storm Area Fifty One. Yeah. yeah, it's just become. Oh, it's become massive. If you're looking on Facebook or uh, Instagram or any of those uh, social media things, there's like memes everywhere with people kind of making their own little jokes and stuff. Sure, it's all it. over the news now. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge. And uh, there's also like there's a webcam set up. For people to watch, for people who can't make it on the day. Oh, that's cool! I They're completely booked out. Now, like it's a very small area. It's a small town of Rachel, yeah. in Nevada, which is like close to Area Fifty One. But they—that's that, kind of. But they, their main visitors they get is all people into aliens and UFOs. Yeah, and so they they're in their local hotel is called the, the Little Alien. Oh, nice! Okay, and that's completely booked out uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the for the weekend of the twentieth. So there is no accommodation available. But uh, so what happened? I went online and I found an interview with a guy called Matty Roberts and Matty Roberts is the guy who set up this Facebook page yes and uh, he, he, it's his idea it's basically. his idea he yeah. set it up and uh, I got to chat to Matty a couple of days ago so we'll play that interview now in a minute but when I first went looking to find him he got interviewed by 
I think it's NBC or one of the TV or maybe it's a local news channel. Yeah. And uh, I, just, I thought this guy looks insane because they're videoing him, uh, they're putting him on the telly and he's, he's dressed up in this kind of strange kind of costume. And <laughs> For then, the crack, is it? Yeah, but he's kind of taking the piss, but I don't think they realised he was taking the piss and then they get him to do this kind of run at the end of it, like he's like taking off or running into Area 51 and he kind of just runs down the path and <laughs> veers off into a bush. <laughs> uh, so I'll play the interview in a minute now. But uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy and I got to chat to him. So... Uh, we're going to go and Let's talk. Let's take it on. We'll go for this now. All right, we'll see you after this interview. Lovely. Maddie, how are you? Doing pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good, Maddie. Uh, so whereabouts in the U.S. am I speaking to you from? Where are you? I am located in Bakersfield, California, which is kind of central California, kind of southern California. Okay, very nice. So nice weather. Nice weather. Oh, it's hot where I live, man. And how far from like Area 51 are you? I am about five hours away from Area 51, I think. I know I'm at least five hours away from Las Vegas, and Vegas is like two hours away from the place. Okay. Have you ever been down that direction before, anywhere near us? Uh, not really. The closest I've probably been is just being in Vegas. Okay. okay. I've never really been to that area of the Nevada desert before. Uh, do you go to Vegas much? I've been to Vegas probably two times. I'll be in Vegas tomorrow, and then after that, I think I'll be in Vegas one more time after that. Okay, cool. I've been there so, twice. I'll myself. be going a lot more. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It's been absolutely wild, man. <laughs> so let's get into it a little bit. So you got 1.9 million people said they're going to go. A further 1.5 million said they're interested in it. Maddie, why did you set up the Facebook page? <laughs> it's the stupidest origin story ever. So my meme page had like 62 likes on June 26th. And then on June 27th, around 2 a.m., I was playing World of Warcraft. And in the game, there's a zone called Area 52. I flew over that and I was like, dude, you know what? I have a great idea for the meme page. So I posted this event like 2 a.m. It got hardly any attention for the first three days. And then on July 1st, it just completely took off like wildfire and snowballed into this monstrosity that it is right now. <laughs> why do you think it took off? Why do you think, why do you, why do you think people are so interested in it? There's a, there's, I think it's probably just all the stories that have come out that surround Area 51, like the UFO phenomenon and everything like that. Like It's all based around Area 51 and like what they're possibly keeping there. So there's, a, there's this huge aura of mystery around it. So I think just people that are either interested in that or people that just, like, hopped on the bandwagon because it got popular, and then you also got all the people that were just liking it for the memes that have been floating around Facebook. It was just, like, the perfect shit show for something to go viral. There is a crazy amount of memes. Like, everybody seems to be getting in on it. There's just, like, uh, everyone from all sorts of walks of life. And when I was doing a bit of research just uh, just on this, the event, there's people who have like set up t-shirt companies and all sorts of stuff just based upon it. It's uh, it's it's really kicked off. It's huge, man. Like people have been trying to use the event discussion to market their stuff since the inception of the event, and I think it's hilarious. Like I've had a few people send me their rap album to post on the stuff, like <laughs> on the meme page. So did you see? You saw Bob Lazar? Or you listened to Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan podcast? Is that correct? Yeah, I listen to I listen to Bob Lazar on the Joe Rogan podcast. I did, I actually still haven't watched the full podcast, but 
I was watching a few clips from it, and that's why the idea was just kind of sitting in the back of my head. I think that's what really gave me the idea to create the event. And do you believe him? I, I don't really know, man. Like, I, I've i always been kind of iffy about the extraterrestrial stuff. And, like, the more I look into it, I'm always like, huh, well, that kind of makes sense. But then at the same time, like, it seems kind of crazy. But I don't know. It's just been, like, this huge rabbit hole that I've been diving down, and it's really fucking cool. <laughs> so, like, what? Say you guys, say it did happen, that you did raid Area 51. What, what would you think would be in there? Do, do you believe in aliens, basically? Or do you think that there is a possibility of them, or what? I think raiding Area 51, especially because I announced it virally on Facebook, if we do actually go and say we actually stormed the base and actually got in, first we'd need to find a way to get past all the key card doors, which I imagine would not be easy. And then once we actually got in there, I, I don't really think we'd find any alien spacecraft. I feel like if there was anything there, they probably would have moved it by now. Okay, okay. Or they probably would have moved it when Bob Lazar first came out with his story in, I think, like, 1989. So do you think that, do you think many people are actually serious? Out of the 1.9 million people who said they would go, obviously people are like, God, it became a cool thing to do and people just clicking on it. But do you think, have you got any, like, messages from people who are like deadly serious that they want to do this uh i divide the two the serious people into two groups there's the people that think it's serious that just pop in and say you're all gonna die which is the <laughs> largest group of those people that think it's serious but then there's also the people that think it's serious that want to draft up like actual battle plans and they're like hey i'm getting my weapons ready i haven't seen too too many of those but I'd say there's probably about, like, 30 or 40 people that I've seen personally. <laughs> and what do you really think would happen if you tried to storm Area 51? Do you think they'd just shoot everybody, or what do you think would happen? I, with, with the number of people, I don't think that they'd actually use lethal force, because that would be just a PR nightmare for the, like, just government. Yeah, well, I'll put it in perspective for you. The, the country of Ireland has, like, four million people living in it. So if half the population of Ireland tried to run into Area 51 and got slaughtered, I think it would be, <laughs> be a pretty bad PR day. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. So I think if that many people actually showed up out in the Nevada desert, I feel like they'd probably wait for people to actually cross through the desert, because it's a lot of walking in the middle of the night, and the desert's kind of unforgiving. So they'd probably just let the desert take care of most of the people, and then they'd take, like, the stragglers that actually make it to the base after they're all tired for walking for, like, three hours, and they'd probably use, like, their cool non-lethal stuff. Like, I know they have that, uh, they have that Humvee that's, like, outfitted with that sound thing that's supposed to, like, destroy your ears or whatever. I don't know, but I've seen pictures and videos of it. It looks pretty wild. But they probably okay. non-lethal crap. I suppose I never thought about that. It, it's out. In the, it's out in the middle of the desert. It's in the middle of nowhere, isn't that right? It is absolutely in the middle of nowhere. Like that's why they actually chose that location when they first built the base, was because it's surrounded by mountains on all sides, and then it's in the middle of nowhere, just super far from any kind of civilization. And then once you cr actually cross the chain link fence that borders Area 51, you have like another 15 miles of desert before you even reach a building. Are you planning on being down there somewhere? Are you going to do anything on September 20th? Or is like, are you going to do anything at all? Or is this, what's the plan? 
I feel like I'm obligated to be there now because this is kind of like my monster that I've created. But yeah. I'm gonna be out there and I'm gonna I, I want to throw a party. Like I want to have I want to have music. I want to have art. I want to have some like cool UFO people do some speaking. Like maybe Bob Lazar would be cool to have out there. Like Commander Fravor or whatever would be super cool to have speak. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of potential to do actually something really cool with this thing rather than just having a bunch of people show up to the desert and have nothing. So have like a festival style thing. Cool, yeah. Th- that's what I want to do. That would be the ultimate plan, I think. I think you've got the possibility there for that, definitely, man. And so tell me, yeah. like, is there, is there, are you worried that if this kind of, some people do go ahead and it gets out of control that you're the guy that started all this and that you'll be to blame, no? I have been worried about that, which is why uh, I'd really like to throw that festival. It's kind of like a distraction from a lot of those people. But if the radicals do show up, I'd like to maybe work together with law enforcement to, like, close down the highway out there. Because the only way to get to Area 51 is by the extraterrestrial highway, which is just like this dingy little two-way road. So, I mean, if you close that off, I think that'll cut off a lot of access for many people. Is that the really is that the actual name of the highway? Yeah, they actually named it Extraterrestrial Highway. It's kinda of nutty. <laughs> yeah, wow, it's kinda of like mixed messages, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like I think the actual highway code name is like US one thirty five or something like that. But yeah, I signed on it just say extraterrestrial highway. That is excellent. So like I saw your T V report, okay, where you're Dressed up as what are you dressed up as in that? What are you wearing? <laughs> it's it's a it's a character from uh, the Japanese anime Naruto. I uh, <laughs> borrowed it from a friend because the local news station had messaged me on like a few social media platforms, and then I gave them my number, and they're like, "Hey, we want to interview you in like thirty minutes." So I hit up like every single friend I had that I thought might have that outfit. And then I finally got one guy to bring it to me. And he's, like, racing the news to my house because the news is already on their way with other cameras. And he lives across town, so they're just kind of, like, in this battle. So <laughs> I, I just – I I really kind of avoided interviewing with a lot of news stations after the Fox article came out just because, like, I didn't want them to, like, twist what I had to say and, like, make me look like some kind of monster. So I wanted to make it – a joke by wearing that outfit because it's like nobody's going to take this guy seriously yeah I thought it was hilarious man that, was it, whose idea was it for you to kind of do that run at the end where you just kind of like put your head down and run really fast <laughs> that was that was the uh, uh, newscaster the run was like the worst thing ever it's 110 outside I'm wearing this really thick cloak, and they're making me sprint up and down the street so, like, I could, they could get the perfect shot. And then they used the very last one where I tripped. And it was he like, tripped and ran into a I bush. Got roasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was awful, man. Like, I wish they would have used any other one, but they had to use that one. Oh, wow. So how are you finding your newfound fame? Are you getting, are you getting kind of people talking to you or kind of like, has it changed at all? Do you find yourself a bit, do you think you're a bit of a celebrity in your area? Oh my gosh, yes, man. Anytime I go anywhere, there's people that want to take pictures with me. And it's like, it's really cool, but at the same time, it's like, I, I don't know how to feel about it because it's something that's completely new. But I don't know, I've been loving it, man. Everybody's like, oh my God, you're a celebrity. <laughs> uh, have you got a girlfriend? 
No, but I'm tagged as married on Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, this must help with the girlfriend situation, I'm sure. The ladies must be looking for the celebrity guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, speaking of girlfriends, the dating app Tinder actually made a thing that, like, tags you, that puts a thing on your profile that says whether or not you're going to Starve Area 51. No okay. way. They're marketing their- yeah, their marketing department reached out to me to post their tweet in the event discussion. They offered me uh, free Tinder gold for life, and they, <laughs> they, I, they also told me that they were going to put a framed photo of me at Tinder HQ, and I thought that was just fucking hilarious. That is brilliant. Did you say yes? Oh, dude, absolutely. The tweet <laughs> was course, freaking yeah. hilarious, so I posted that in the thing. I was like, look what you guys did, and then... <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the Tinder gold thing, and now I've got uh, a framed photo of me on the senior marketing director's desk. On his desk? <laughs> on his desk, yeah. And is it you wearing that outfit that you wore in the news, no? Mm-hmm. I could, I, I'll, actually, I, I'll text you the picture that I sent them to use, because it's, it's one that somebody had photoshopped of me in that outfit on the extraterrestrial highway, with Naruto running in the background and two aliens standing next to you. It's, it's freaking oh hilarious. God. That is excellent. And Budweiser has even got on board, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They they had a released a tweet like earlier in the week that said, uh, we're proud to announce that we will be the first ones to not sponsor Area 51 trade <laughs> or whatever. And then like three days later, after they got roasted for that tweet, they released this special edition can that's all green and has aliens on it. Oh, my God. And I even saw, just when I was looking online at some of the stuff, there's a, there's a Facebook, uh, Facebook group for, uh, you've heard of the Loch Ness Monster in Scotland. Have you heard of that myth? Yes. Yeah, so now they want a lot of people want to storm Loch Ness to try and find the monster. It's just like uh, I don't know. You've been you've inspired a new generation of people who just want to storm things now. We're just gonna storm everything. We'll we'll storm Loch Ness. <laughs> we'll storm uh, we'll storm North Korea and like still the Pyongyang Hotel or something. And then I don't know. I, what else can we storm? What else can we storm? We need more ideas. Oh my Starting god! a revolution here. That is fantastic. All right, well, Maddie, that has been brilliant talking to you today. Uh, if people want to check out the Facebook page, it's the Storm Area 51, and I think the numbers are just growing. Is there a particular reason why you picked September 20th? There is absolutely no reason I picked September 20th at all. It was just a random date on the calendar that I clicked. Oh, my God. That is so cool. Well, okay, well, I hope you do have a little festival, well, a pretty big festival down in Nevada on September 20th. And uh, maybe if you do have that festival, that maybe we can catch up again afterwards and hear how it went. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll tell you what. If I if I throw a festival out there, I'll get you tickets and a plane ticket. Oh, no way. <laughs> Let's do it. It'd be sick. That would be unbelievable, Matty. All right, well, thank you so much for talking to me. Uh, it's been unreal. Hey, absolutely, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. Okay, cool, Matty. All right. Okay, so that was my interview with Maddie Roberts, the creator of the Storm Area 51 Facebook page. And since we've listened to that interview, I went online, had a look, and he's now hit 2 million people who have said they're going to go. It was 1.9 million, so it's growing all the time. It's constantly growing. And I must say, uh, we ta- he talked about it in there the news footage where he kind of runs into a bush. Yeah. We'll share that on our Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I'll get that uploaded. Just so people can see. But God, it's hilarious. He's actually, though, he's a really likeable guy. He's funny. Yeah, and he's a really nice guy. Just the fact that playing World of Warcraft, yeah. he came up with the idea. 
and how it's grown, like. But uh, like, uh, look, he he's a good idea that he's they're going to have a party there, perhaps, and he wants to turn it into this positive thing. But then, like, of all the people that are actually going to go there, how many people are going to be climbing that fence? And it could be a dangerous thing. Yeah, but the only thing is, like he said, it's out in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere. So he says, like, to get there, you are walking for a long, long time, and like, you can't get, pa- you won't get a vehicle past these fences. You've got to climb a fence. Yeah, and uh, the the alien. Uh, What's it called the road that goes the up extraterrestrial there. highway, extra yeah. ET highway. I mean, I suppose if they realize that a lot of people are traveling into, you know, that area, they're just going to close that highway straight away. I'd imagine. Oh, you know? of course, yeah. Well, it's going to be. They've got the date. They know what it's happening. So if they're if they're ah, visiting yeah. in there, they can just like. But it's mad how it's. I suppose it goes to show in this internet age how something can just grow. It like, just went viral overnight. Like he's saying, he had 56, 56 likes on his meme page, and then he put this up. Yeah, and then it just exploded. He's oh got like three point six million. I was a very good interview. He's a likable guy, and he's a really cool guy. Yeah, I don't know. Did you hear? I spoke about. Uh, we spoke about a guy called Bob Lazar. Have you heard? I, yeah, I didn't know about that one. Okay, so Bob Lazar is there's like he has a documentary out on Netflix. Bob Lazar. Uh, I've heard of it actually on Netflix. And he like I first heard of Bob Lazar <clears> so on the Joe Rogan podcast. You know who Joe Rogan? Yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, MMA so, guy. MMA guy. Yeah, so he's his own podcast. Probably the most popular podcast in the world. Okay, uh, so. Bob Lazar was on that, and he's basically talking about how he worked for he worked for not Area Fifty One, but he was it's a part of it, so it's another area. So it's on Groom Lake, which is a big dried out lake in the middle of nowhere. And that's where they do all the like military stuff. And Bob Lazar reckons that he was brought in there to try and reverse engineer some UFO technology. So he reckoned that. What does he do as a? So before that, he. He's like a scientist, but he, okay. like, he was into rocket propulsion. So he used to like play a bicycle when he was young, and he put a rocket on the back of it, and then okay, stuff like. So he's good yeah. at rockets. So they brought him in, yeah. and they showed him this little kind of device that was like a zero uh, anti gravity, anti matter thing that helped things fly and move. And he reckoned his job was to try and work out how it worked, and then to rebuild. Did it he one. see it in action? Did he, he said he saw it twice. He saw he saw like he got a glimpse. He was in a big warehouse, and they had him there with another part of it. And then he got to see the actual craft. I'd imagine he'd have to sign a load of non-disclosures. He did, and they were, like, the reason he went so public was because he reckoned that if he didn't speak out and people didn't know about him, they probably would have disappeared. Jesus. Yeah. So, like... I don't know, yeah. There's so a lot he came out like in the 80s talking about this, and he's still been talking about it ever since. Yeah. Um, so, it's actually an interesting documentary, and actually, it's on Netflix, but his conversation with Joe Rogan is actually probably more interesting because Joe starts asking Gets questions. Gets really into stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so not, yeah, no, no. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Storm Area Fifty One. Let's see what happens. I'm definitely going to be watching if it's going to be live because I just want to see what what. what yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hook up with Maddie afterwards, hopefully, and get to hear how that all went. Yeah, look, he's a friend of the show now. Yeah. So also, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so some information that came out today, right? So there are a couple of guys who used to work for the DOD, which is the Department of Defense. Yes. And uh, and, the, and so. They, one guy who used to work for them, I've just got to find this information here, so let me see where's his name. This is the, uh, so, uh, so there's a guy called Luis Elzado, or Elzarado, Elzando, Elizardo. Anyway, the guy called Luis, yes. <laughs> and he was working for the Pentagon, and two weeks after he left the Pentagon, he came out and said that uh, UFOs exist, and that they have been documented. And he has set up a group with a number of other people and uh, called the TTSASS, which is To The Stars Academy of Arts and Science. And they are going to release actual footage that is not blurry, is not grainy. 
This is just stuff we all talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all we're trying to. You look at something, yeah. oh, you can't see what is it, what is it. He claims that in the coming weeks they are going to release actual footage that is sh- clearly shows. And I suppose they will be able to be, um, people will be able to verify whether it's real or not. Well, that's you it, know. yeah. But he's like, he worked for them. So him, as another guy who worked for the Department of Defence, he worked for the Pentagon and there's some other guy as well. And there's three of them in together and they reckon that they're going to release some stuff. Yeah. So as more information we get, we'll let you guys know. So we probably aren't alone in the universe, you know, which we've talked about in past podcasts. Well, the more, it seems to be kind of a, I know, maybe it's because like we did the alien investigation thing and I'm looking into it a bit. And yeah. I, I, the more, you know, I've seen a bit about it, and, but it seems to be quite prominent at the moment. There is a lot of kind of, uh, you can see the interest in yeah. the amount of people, like if that many people are interested in like running into a military base to see what's yeah, in there. Definitely. Like, yeah, of course. Um, so that's good. Look, we've talked about a lot today. It's been great. It's been good. It's been very good. And uh, Matty was class. The interview was hilarious. And like, uh, we're going there now. He's, give, he's flying us. He's out flying there. us out. <laughs> well, he's flying me out. I don't know if he's flying you out. <laughs> oh, do am I included? Oh. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, so we can do our live podcast from the Area Fifty One on September twentieth. Guys, thanks for listening to this Area Fifty One episode. It's been real. It's been good. Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, so you can <laughs> <laughs> right, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that stuff. All of our social medias. We are now available on our iTunes. Also, yes. So if you can go on to iTunes, and this is how you help the podcast grow. So if you can go on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and subscribe, because the more people that subscribe, the better... It'll help us. It's going to help us to grow the podcast, more people listening. And yeah. So if you've, got, if you've liked what you've heard, get in contact, let us know, send us an odd email, we'll give you a shout-out. Yeah, and even if for our news section, if you have any weird news links, send us a link to the weird news stories you come across, and we'll yeah. have a look. And thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right, catch you next week. You have been listening to the Rob Rat Podcast. Be sure to check out our social media for updates on the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, then let us know by hitting the subscribe button, sending us a message, and telling a friend, because that's how the podcast grows. Thanks for listening.